0: Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the European Hoops Podcast. We are a sportiest presentation and uh, I have the pleasure to have here with me my two co-hosts, our AeroLeague experts that uh, will be bringing They are picks for each of the 5 games of this day 1 of the round 23 that we will be going over and previewing throughout this episode. We will start with the game that will take place between Fenerbahce and Virtus. Then we will cover Alba, Red Star, Maccabi, Paratinaikus, Bayern Munich, Aswell, Real Madrid and Olympiacos. And uh, make sure you... Go back and you listen to our recap of the previous round of the round 22. That uh, will get you up to date with uh, how we reach the current standings of, of the League after 22 rounds. Let's then get to the action that starts on the January 25. With this game between Fenerbahce uh, and Virtus. Fenerbahce currently ranks in um, 5th place with 13 wins and 9 losses, while Virtus is 3rd with 15 wins and 7 losses. These are two teams that uh, are directly competing for home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs. And for both of them, having that home court advantage will be crucial. They have some of the best uh, home courts of the competition so far. Real Madrid is the only team that haven't yet lost at home. They are, they have a perfect 10 wins and 0 losses at home. Barcelona has 11 wins and 1 loss and Virtus and Fenerbahce are tied with 10 wins and 1 loss as the 3rd best home court of the whole competition and the 3rd best home court of the EuroLeague so far. So both of them certainly aspire to to be able to achieve that to be able to have home court when heading to the playoffs that means that uh, this is a game with high stakes for both of these teams let's then look at what to expect from this game Fenerbahce is a powerful offense they rank fourth within all the teams in the competition and this is despite some ups and downs throughout the season they average 83.9 points per game while Virtus ranks in the middle of the the table uh, regarding offense they have an average of 81.6 points per game ranking in 10th Virtus is a slight better defensive team they rank in 9th place they are very balanced teams on both sides of the court and they allow 80.6 points per game while Fenerbahce ranks 12th defensively with allowing 82 points per game The strength of these two teams and for Virtus is the way that they are able to take care of their defensive board. They rank 7 in defensive rebounds and this will be particularly important against this uh, uh, Fenerbahce team that has as one of their strengths the offensive rebound. Uh, Virtus being able to dominate and to control their defensive board will be crucial. But we know that with Virtus it's about movement with and without the ball They rank 14 assists at 19.3 and that's the way that they try to grind their opponents and that they try to be able to find easy shots for their players to be able to score at a high enough clip for them to beat the the other team. Fenerbahce tends to be a team that takes very good care of the ball and uh, that will be a way that they can have an advantage on this game against Virtus. Let's then hear from you guys and let's hear your opinions. Who do you expect to win this game between Fenerbahce and Virtus? Great
1: game to start round 23. Uh, I'm going to, need to pick Virtus against Fenerbahce because Fenerbahce is dealing with some injuries. The both uh, both best forwards uh, might miss the game. De Jean-Pierre, uh got out in the in the previous game against Salgiris. And Nigel Ace is dealing with uh, a growing injury. So both players and both forwards might miss the game. And we know their importance on on the Fenerbahce team. And Sarun has already told uh, in the in interview that even on the wins, things are not looking that great inside of the team. So for these reasons, I'm willing to, to pick Virtus.
2: Yeah, uh, on this matchup right here, I 100% agree with Thiago. I think Virtus should be looked at as the, the favorite here. Um, if everyone was healthy, I would probably go with Fenerbahce, uh, but losing not only Nigel hayes Davis, uh, but also Deshaun Pierre, I just think it's going to be very hard on them to, to be able to impose that physicality that both of those guys bring offensively uh, to go in the post against smaller wings like uh, Daniel Ackett and Bellinelli. Uh, I think that would have been the way for Fenerbahce to win this game. But without both of them, I just think it's going to be very hard. So uh, I expect Virtus to be able to to impose their their style of moving the ball, of shooting a lot of threes. And I, I don't know if Fenerbahce is going to be able to keep up. So uh, I'm leaning Virtus on this one.
0: Home court, for me, that's the, the key word here for this game. And that's where the hopes and chances of Fenerbahce to win this game lie it's about their home court advantage if they are able to use that to their advantage as they have been doing in most of their games they do have a shot to to be competitive and to beat this uh, v- Virtus that maybe in a neutral court would have the advantage as you guys are pointing out. Virtus beat it at home Fenerbahce in 23rd of November 87 to 79 they certainly would love to do it again on this game and to be able to go into Turkey and come out of there with this victory Will be extremely important for the Virtus aspirations to go into the postseason, to go into the playoffs as a team that has home court advantage to the playoffs. That will be very important for them. But I expect this to be a very hard game for Virtus to be able to do that and for them to be able to own the road to, to beat Fenerbahce. On the next game that we will have on the docket, maybe we will have a slightly different picture than we had on the, this first game. It's a game between Alba and Red Star. Alba ranks in 17th place with 4 wins and 18 losses, while Red Star is 12th with uh, 9 wins and 13 losses. The last time that these two teams met in Belgrade, Red Star won 85-71, and... Um, this time around Alba certainly will want to try to surprise them and we know that uh, this is an Alba team that can p- play at a high pace and uh, with that can give trouble to some opponents but if Red Star wants to keep their playing aspirations alive and they are trailing two wins behind the playing line at the moment where both Valencian parties in 10 and 11 places are tied with 11 wins and 11 losses... They need to win these type of games, and they need to beat a team like Album. But we know that Red Star on the road they have been extremely inconsistent, and their shot has been extremely inconsistent. This is a Red Star team that when they are hot from three, they can compete with virtually anyone, and they can be an extremely competitive team. But uh, when their shot is not falling, and of course that's true for basically any team, but particularly to this red star team Uh, when their shot is not falling they struggle at times to just make the game easy for themselves and for them to be able to to be competitive on the road they have a record of three wins and nine losses and this is a game that they will want to be adding another win to that uh, to that record and to that road record in terms of comparison of these two teams, as we can expect to see, Alba is a team that struggles. They rank last in points scored per game. They allow the 15th most points of the whole EuroLeague team. Red Star, on the other hand, have a bill above average defense. They rank 8, allowing 80.5 points per game. They rank 9 offensively at 82 points per game and these are numbers of a team that does belong in this play-in mix and have aspirations to be in this play-in mix it comes down to their consistency their highs are really high and look very good but their lows can be very low and can get them into trouble let's then hear your opinion about this game guys and who do you think will be the winner of this matchup
2: i'm gonna go with alba here and i think it, obviously, it it might sound a bit weird to to go with Alba, which is a team that's one of the worst teams in the league, and they do lose a lot of games. Uh, but I think that uh, with some of the injuries that Red Star has, uh, especially with Nedović, who is a, a a very good scorer, uh, I think this is the type of game where Alba can explore the um, the deficiencies uh, of Red Star's defense, and I think they can take advantage of that and, and try to outscore them, which is something that Alba likes to try to uh, likes to try to do. Uh, So I'm expecting that from them. I I think they're going to try to run, they're going to try to play fast, and and I just don't know if Red Star is going to be able to to be consistent enough defensively to to win this game on the road. Uh, I think it's going to be a close one, uh, but I'm going to lean Alba on this one.
1: I tend to agree with Diogo on this game too, and the reasons that I picked Alba against Bayern might be the same reasons that I'm picking Alba again. I know that it didn't went well, but uh, let's go. Uh, <laughs> we know that Alba likes to to play fast and like to to shoot a lot. The same with uh, uh, sir, uh, with Red Star, but I don't see Red Star being able to match the athleticism that Alba has because they it's a pretty young team and they like to run and maximize their possessions. So I'm going to pick Alba for these reasons because I can't see Milos being being uh, able to run a lot with uh, this young. This young team, and we know that Mills is really important in the brain of this team. So, for these reasons, I'm picking Alba.
0: I love the Let's Go there, Tiago. Uh, our experts are doing extremely well on their picks. Uh, Diogo has a record of 51 and 30 while the TI has a record of 52 and 29 and trust me, they are very competitive about it. But mostly they just want to bring you good breakdowns of what to expect from each of these games. And that's why they don't like to be wrong, even if they are right most of the time, (laughs) but looking into this game. And I agree with most of the things that you guys said. I just think that there is an important factor on this stage of the competition. This is a season where Alba doesn't have much to fight for anymore. Well, for Red Star, this is really a must-win game. It's a game that they cannot afford to lose, and uh, to to just spoil their chances to to still be in the planes. And I think that's important, and more than the athleticism or the willingness to run it's uh, the experience that should come up on these games and come to the top on these games and maybe their red star has the advantage they can be short they can be short uh, on their rotations and maybe they just don't have enough to be able to keep up with album and we can see that on this matchup. But uh, I do think that uh, this is a very, very important game for Red Star. And if they want to be serious about being competitive, and if they want to be serious about being on the postseason of this edition of the League, they really need to do what it takes for them to conquer this win. The next game is also a game that uh, has that it's it's.com will be important for both of these teams. Maccabi ranks in 9th place with 12 wins and 10 losses. Paratinaikos is 4th with 14 wins and 8 losses. I said it on the recap of the previous round that this Paratinaikos team might be the number 2 team of the EuroLeague right now. I believe in that. I believe that they can be seen as one of the top contenders and candidates to win this edition of the EuroLeague and uh, I would rank them second if I was ranking the teams that have the best chance to be on the final four of this edition of the EuroLeague. Maccabi, on the other hand, they have been a good team and uh, despite being deprived of being able to play on their home court that is so strong for them and last season was the best home court of the whole competition they still manage to to be a good and competitive team game after game they have a positive record of uh, 12 wins and 10 losses they are tied with the teams from 6th to ninth place but they really need to be careful to not fall behind and to not allow teams like Partizan for example to catch up with them and to pass them on the standings otherwise their position and their access to the play-ins and for them to be able to stay on this playoff fight can be in jeopardy so this is a very important game but it's also a very hard game this is a, a game that is played on neutral court it's a Partizan because that is motivated they won their last four games and they they will want to continue to to win. The this Maccabi team is a powerful offensive team. They rank second in the points scored per game at eighty five point six. This uh, Paratinaikus team ranks eighth, but we know that they had a slow start to the season. But uh, defensively, the Paratinaikus team allows only seventy eight points per game. They rank fourth, while Maccabi has one of the worst defenses of the competition, and that's where it lies. The The advantages and disadvantages of uh, this game. Maccabi ranks 17 defensively. Allowing 87.3 points per game. And it will be very hard for them to be able to be competitive against this Palatinaikos team. To be able to be competitive in the sense of being able to slow down this Palatinaikos team. Of being able to give them troubles and to not allow Palatinaikos to have their offensive flowing in the way that they want. While Paratynaikos does have solutions to give trouble to the to this Maccabi team, we know that Maccabi's guards are one of their strengths and grants for Paratynaikos, has been one of the best offensive guards of the whole league and certainly gives them uh, an edge on that aspect of the game. Rebounding will be an important aspect of this game with uh, Maccabi being one of the best rebounding teams of the competition they rank 3rd with 36.3 rebounds per game and they are especially good on the offensive boards with uh, 13.2 ranking 1st within all the teams in the competition. This means that Paradinacus has to do a good job on their defensive rebounds they are a good defensive rebounding team they just need to really bring into this game so they don't create a huge disadvantage on that aspect of the game and they are able to boost their Good defense uh, into also a good perform performance on that aspect of the game. And if you watch Euroleague, you know that uh, Paratico's likes to play three guard lineups. They like to play small. They like to be disruptive, and that's why they rank first in turnovers uh, caused by game. Uh, the teams that play against them have been turnover turnover the ball in average 14 times game and they rank first within all the teams and they will be playing against a turnover prone Maccabi that ranks in 17th between the eighteen EuroLeague teams with 13.5 so certainly the ability of Parajinakis defending better and uh, Maccabi not being able to stop them defensively associated to the ability of Parajinakis to be disruptive and uh, Maccabi struggling with turnovers, it really can create an advantage for Panathinaikos. But in the other hand, these are the aspects that we need to see Maccabi addressing, and we need to see Maccabi being able to overcome in this matchup for them to have a chance to beat uh, Panathinaikos on this matchup. Tell me, guys, who do you expect to win this game?
1: Another great game in this round 23, and I'm going to pick Panathinaikos on this game. I trust this Panathinaikos team to be able to stop and contain uh both uh, maccabi stars in lorenzo brown and wade baldwin i trust jerry and grant to 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 be disruptive as possible and on on the offensive part we know that Panathinaikos is one of the best teams and the better offensive teams that we we have in Euroleague, and they are playing against one of the worst defensive teams So for these reasons, I believe that Panathinaikos will win.
2: This is a very good one. Uh, I agree with Thiago. Uh, I'm also going to go with Panathinaikos. Uh, But I think it's going to be a very, very close game. I believe these are two teams who are extremely talented. Uh, My lean for Panathinaikos is simply because of the way they've been playing lately. Uh, I think they they are obviously on the trending up. Uh, They've been playing very good basketball. They've been winning uh, a lot of games and a lot of important games too. Um, tough games like against Efez, uh, against Partizan. So I'm very impressed with what I've seen with Panathinaikos lately. So I, I expect them to, to continue this momentum. Uh, but I do think Maccabi will give them a run for their money. I, I think will be a, a very close game that can go both ways. Uh, but I'm leaning towards the team that's playing better basketball right now. And that's Panathinaikos.
0: The last time that these two teams met and play against each other back in 20th October in Greece, Maccabi were was able to conquer an important road win 81 to 86. I think this Paratynacus is a team that is playing way better than they were playing back then and the advantages that they might have to explore on this game plus the willingness to revenge this lost on the when these two teams met before in the during this season. I think the stage is set for Palatinecos to have an advantage on this matchup, but certainly won't be an easy one. And if Maccabi is able to overcome their deficits for this game, they have a shot to be competitive and to be able to to come out of this game victorious, what certainly is very important for their aspirations. The next game that we will be looking at, it's the game between Bayern Munich and Aswell. Bayern is currently in 14th place with 9 wins and 13 losses, and they are one of those teams that is in that group of teams that is two wins below the playing uh, picture and they certainly would love to climb uh, and be able to be on the top 10 once the regular season is done. It won't be easy. They ha- won their last matchup and they are playing against an Aswalt that ranks in last place with 4 wins and 18 losses and this is certainly a must-win game for, for this uh, Bayern Munich team and um, this is a game where certainly the ability of Bayern to out-rebound well and just dominate on the second chance points will be very important. The ability of uh, Bayern to to protect their rim and they are one of the best teams in block shots per game but they are one of the best teams at contesting shots at the rim Uh, taking into account the players that they have and they play many times two bigs and that can give them an an advantage on that aspect of the game and against this Asphalt team it can give them trouble and can cause them trouble. We know that this Asphalt team is the worst shooting the team from the, the whole competition they rank last in the 3 point shooting percentage at 33.3% and uh, if the path to the basket is blocked and they have no shot at getting there, it really can get them into trouble. So if Bayern is able to bring those two aspects of their game where they are strong into this matchup, that should be enough for them to be able to superior retie themselves against Assel and repeat the victory that they had on the first round in a very competitive game that ended 100-101. to This time around, Bayern at home will want to secure another win, a very important win if they want to keep their playing aspirations alive. Do you think they will be able to do it?
2: Yeah, this is pretty obvious for me. Uh, I'm going to go with Bayern to win this game, Um, playing at home and Playing against Oswell, who who have been a, a very bad team throughout the whole season, but especially lately, uh, I just don't trust their defense, and I don't trust that they are consistent enough on either side of the ball to to get wins like this. And I think Bayern should try to use uh, this type of matchup to to get a to get a win and to try to approach themselves from the play in seedings. So uh, I think Bayern will definitely try to win this game. I think they have the pieces to be dominant inside, especially with Serge Ibaka, uh, and they've been healthy. So I, I just expect Bayern to, to completely dominate Aswell and I, I really think that's what they're going to do.
1: I'm in agreement with Diogo in this one, and uh, I believe that Bayern will win because of their defence, because Nick Valerbeb will do... I believe that he will do a great job uh, containing Paris Lee, and we know that Paris Lee is the martyr. Of this team in under the call absence, and after that, uh, we can see like the, the options that Bayern has. They have uh, Silvan uh, Francisco, Carson Edwards, Obst. so they have a lot of firepower. And we know that uh, Aswell isn't a good defensive team, so for that reason, uh, I'm sticking with Bayern in this one.
0: Bayern, it is then we do expect them to have the advantage on this game. and Let's see if they are able to perform in the court. The next game and the last game of this uh, first day of this uh, round 23 and the last game that we will be previewing on this episode tomorrow we bring you another episode with our preview of the second day of the competition is a game that will put face to face the first in the standings Real Madrid with 19 wins and 3 losses and the sixth in the standings Olympiacos with 12 wins and 10 losses And this is a game of a Real Madrid team that will want to win and will want to bounce back from the loss that they had on their previous round. We know how dominant Real Madrid is. We know how much they can impact the other teams on both ends of the court. They are one of the best defensive teams in the competition. On this game, Olympiacos does trump them on that aspect of the game. Olympiacos is the best defensive team, allowing only 74.6 points per game. Real Madrid is the fifth best to allowing 78.7 uh, points per game, but Real Madrid has the best offense of the competition at 89 points per game and Olympiacos does struggle to score ranking 16 def- offensively at 77.5 points per game. This is a game where Olympiacos will need to be able to score enough to compete with Real Madrid while I do expect them to give them some trouble defensively it's hard to see them giving them enough trouble and stopping all the firepower Real Madrid has. And unfortunately for this game, Olympiacos comes depleted of their big men and that can give them get them into trouble. They are very important pieces for the way that Olympiacos plays and without them against this Real Madrid team, this can be a very hard game for Olympiacos to overcome playing on the road against a Real Madrid team that wants to bounce back from a loss on the, their previous round. And uh, all of that, I think, sets the stage for Real Madrid to have a real advantage for this matchup. Real Madrid, when these two teams played back in 5th of December, won on the road, 71-77. to 77. And I can expect a similar type of game. I just don't think that Olympiacos will be able to contain Real Madrid enough without having their two big men that are so important for the way that the Olympiacos team play. What do you guys think? Who do you think will win this game?
1: Great game to finish up the first day of the round 23 and about a game I feel like Real Madrid will win because of Milutinov absence because if Milutinov plays in this game I was about to pick Olympiacos but in his absence and even fall absence I need to pick Real Madrid because Olympiacos doesn't have a center to, to be paired with Vincent Poirier. I know that Vota Tavares is missing, but Vincent Poirier is having one of the best seasons that he's had. So for that reason, I believe that Real Madrid will win.
2: Yeah, man, I I agree. Uh, I think um, Olympiakos could have a chance to to maybe be competitive uh, due to their defense, of course, their defensive system, the way they can protect the paint. But to, to not have Mustafa fall, and now with Milutinov being hurt as well, I just think it's it's going to take a lot on Petrussev to to step up that much and to, to be dominant in a matchup like this, especially if Walter Tavares does play. Uh, so I just don't know if Olympiacos is going to be able to, to play defensively at that elite performance where they can usually be. Uh, so I think Real Madrid playing at home with, and with the amount of talent that they have and uh, especially coming off of a loss and the way they did against Monaco. uh, I think they're going to look to bounce back, being at home. And I think this is a very good game and a great opportunity with Olympiacos not having both of their bigs. And I just think Real Madrid is going to be able to dominate.
0: Very well, guys. This takes us to the end of this episode and to our previews of all the five games that will take place on the day one of the round 22 of the EuroLeague. Tune in tomorrow for our preview of the four games that will take place on the second day of the EuroLeague. Also, go back, listen to our interviews with uh, Lee Ellis, our interview with Rafael Barlow. Very different subjects, connected with the EuroLeague, connected with European players. You won't regret it. It's uh, high-level conversations with uh, high-level people and very knowledgeable people about the game of basketball that we enjoy so much. And the reason for us to have this European Hoops podcast do subscribe to our podcast, do drop us a 5 star review because that helps us to continue to grow, we need to continue to grow to be able to continue to provide you with this uh, podcast, we love to do it, we truly enjoy to do it and we want to continue to bring you this uh, free podcast for all of you guys but for that we need to be able to continue to grow make sure to also follow us on Twitter at League, go follow support Itos in, the, in Twitter as well and uh, also Fantasy BK. and keep an eye out if you do follow the NBA as well and you play fantasy for all the content that they will have over there and also their trade deadline show that will be a big show and if you are into it make sure to check it out as always i'll be talking with you guys soon
1: see you guys hope you liked it and stay tuned for more
2: bye guys see you on next episode